Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Magician Nelson Lugo. Hi, I'm nerdcore rapper Schaefer the Dark Lord. We're best friends who hate each other's guts. And we co-host the Epic Podcast. A monthly show in which we discuss comic books, video games, television, movies, our debilitating emotional problems, and Batman. So much Batman. That's the Epic Podcast on the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Be safe, internets. Bye. Seriously, so much Batman. The following program, Flame On, is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. It is Flame On! 2019. In the year 2019. It's like the future, except we're here, so it's the present. There's uh, The flying cars are too expensive, and the food isn't made of people yet. And I we mean, still have the same poor fashionable choices that were definitely permanent of last year, and Blade Runner has not promised yet. Um, I mean, we're six days in. Give it some time. Just grab him by the back of the head and pull him closer. I know. I'm being nice about it. <laughs> For now. Josh For now. likes it when you're rough at the back of his head. I do. Mang. Well, I'll get the drums. I'll get the drumsticks. <laughs> we are back with another. We'll, we we keep calling them full cast recordings. This should really just be our our month in review. Yeah. Or like our our. We need a better better descriptor than full cast recording because honestly if you look at our lineup half of them are not here and most of us aren't peoples i'm not a peoples me neither i don't have a picture <laughs> so oh, oh that's right you're the you're the one hidden in the basement um you do have a picture oh, on yeah, the flame just, on it's site. It's just my oh. Facebook profile picture. Because that's all I had access to. Because <laughs> nobody's taking fancy pictures of me. 
See, now I think you should wait outside of his house, house with a camera and get paparazzi <laughs> photos and be like, are these the pictures you want, motherfucker? This is the picture you're getting, bitch. But only like black and white paparazzi, <laughs> yes. like private eye photos. I'm going to Jessica Jones that shit. I'll be on a, I'll be on a fire escape and across the way and be like, click, 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 click. He'll, you'll see a picture of him just in the kitchen, just picking his nose or something like that. <laughs> exactly. And be like, you might want to wash your hands first. <laughs> Text him. Lord. You nasty. Well, we are here. It is January 2019, and we are going to discuss pop culture as a whole. Not in your hole, but oh. I mean, maybe your pop, ear pop. holes. I mean, I don't mind having a conversation if, like, inside of somebody during like so, suddenly i just imagine bj going spelunking down someone's hole <laughs> and just saying hello hello uh, hello and finding me? the creatures from the descent <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> it happens so we are here my name is pat i am your talking bear skin rug i feel like i need to drop that moniker because like i'm not on the floor anymore I'm literally just. You're, you're up walking around with the rest of us. Seriously, I'm. But, I've been in the host chair more than our, you know, main host has been in the past year. So, who? who? What? I don't. Where? He's in another country again. It's his name's Byron, right? <laughs> no, that's your name. Oh, no, but his name's also Byron, right? His name is James. Oh, is it James? Yeah, it is James. <laughs> okay. Wait, what? No, his name is James. Oh. Oh, you're not fucking with <laughs> no, me. No, I'm not fucking with you. <laughs> wait. I have... Wait, like... You just blew his mind. I know, seriously. Where like, did the other name come from? I wish you listeners could see the look <laughs> on BJ's face. Who, who did he murder? Whose identity did he steal? His name is James Bryan. Okay. First see, middle. See, I need to have a conversation, people. <laughs> when when you introduce yourself to me, whatever name you introduce yourself to me as, that is locked in as your first name. So if you start with your middle name, and I know, I know you're listening, Randolph. Um, <laughs> I know you are listening. Ah, right now. that's right. It bothers me so much because I'm like, I completely forgot that <laughs> that that's that his name is not his name either. Yeah, but I'm just like, they really are like twins now. Pisha's <laughs> like, I was trying to be funny, but then who, my mind was blown. Like, who are you? I don't know who you are anymore. I know Anyone. for real. Eric, is that your real name? Yes. I mean, I can start going by my middle name if you want. No, don't do it. Joshua? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. Well, we all know that. You're, we, know your, we know your full name. Yeah, actually, yeah, you do know my full yes, name. Yes. Because you have power over him. Between, well, no, when he was first, when we, when we first met on Facebook, Josh had his actual, actual last name. <laughs> And then uh, over the last oh, two-ish years, I want to say. Yeah, something like that. He now goes by his first and middle name because mm-hmm. he's cool and special. Yeah. She's trying to take herself to places. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I am Pat. Uh, and all the voices you've been hearing, we've got BJ. Hi. We've got Josh. Hello. And we've got Eric. Howdy. So now that we have digressed way off into the left field... We're going to bring this train back around, and we're going to talk pop culture. Choo-choo. Come on, ride the train. <laughs> and ride it. Uh, <laughs> see, Come on, ride the train. He said choo-choo, and I was going to go, ah, beep, beep. 
I was gonna sing the theme song to Thomas and the Tank Engine. No, no I feel like dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I cannot wait until people hear this episode and are like, "What the fuck are these four off?" Casey Junior going down the track. I had a mochi donut. <laughs> I'm on mochi. <laughs> <laughs> so we are gonna go back to the format that I started up towards the end of last year, and we're gonna do a little uh, round table, round robin. Uh, discussion we're not going to do topics anymore i think this new setup tends to lend for more discussion and a little bit more free flow of what we want to talk about we don't know where we're going (laughs) half the time that's kind of what it is but we have some topics we've already discussed beforehand so we know where we're at unlike other podcasts that have a script to follow we don't we wing this shit and just i fix it in post if need be but we uh, actually, I would love to hear. I'll throw this in right now. But with us doing this new format, I want to hear back from you, listeners, if you like us doing this kind of round robin style, or if you liked when we did, you know, movie news and music stuff and TV. Like we like to hear that feedback because obviously we try new things to keep it fresh and entertaining for us. So but you guys are the ones that are out there listening, and uh, I would love to hear some feedback. So we will kick it off. I'm going to throw it to. Eric, for his first pick of uh, what he would like to discuss in this uh, pop culture roundup. Mary Poppins returns. Mary Poppins? She's back with a vengeance. <laughs> no, I mean... Is she stabbing people with her umbrella now? <laughs> All I can think of is that uh, the trailer where they changed it up to be a horror movie called Scary Mary. Yeah, that is fantastic. <laughs> uh, no, Mary Poppins is back. Uh, she's not Sherry Bobbins. She- she oh, she, and she's not Yondu either? No, she's not. Um, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it is the sequel with different cast, mostly. And uh, Emily Blunt plays the titular Mary Poppins. Um, this is after the kids, Mike and Jane, have grown up. And Michael has children of his own. And there is family trouble, which brings Mary back into their lives. Dun, dun, dun! The drama is real. (laughs) It is. Um, The bank plays a big role in this one again. There's music. It's pretty. Um, Yeah. Have any of you seen it? I have not. I haven't either yet. How how is uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's stuff in it? Um, He has... A better accent than Dick Van Dyke did. Yeah. Ish. Uh, but he's fun. Um, Is he playing the same chimney sweep? No. no. Okay, it's a different one. So uh, Bert was basically his mentor when he was a kid. Uh, okay. Yeah. So in this one, instead of being a ki- uh, chimney sweep, he is a lamp lighter. Okay. Uh, so a little different. but Something that you need in today's day and age. No, it's still 19-whatever early years. They had somebody manually turning on all the street lamps. Yep. And the new songs are fun. It's a little darker overall, which I think is closer to the actual source material. Something that Disney originally lightened up a lot, which famously P.L. Travers hated. Okay. If anybody's seen Saving Mr. Banks. 
No, it's right. another one of those I haven't seen. I'm horrible when you mention movies. I am that person. They're like, have you seen this? No. Have you seen this? No. Well, what about this? Everybody's seen this. No. no. Even That's... with trailers, it's like, I know what I will not be seeing. I, well, I mean. <laughs> nope. Nope. No, but it's a good, fun movie. Um, it has a lot of parallels story-wise with the first one. The new music's good. Costumes are pretty. What were some of your favorite musical numbers? I don't remember. I'll have to see it multiple times before I get... <laughs> oh, okay. None set. of them like kind of reach out. and like I'm not saying you have to give us the title, but like a scene or something that was kind of um, spiffy for you. I did really like the scene that was the whole half-animated, half-live action. Instead of them jumping into a chalk drawing in the sidewalk, now they basically jump into a porcelain bowl that has a scene on it. It oh. has a bunch of um hand-drawn animal characters was that what she was spinning in the trailer yes oh, okay yeah, yeah yeah and they did hand animate that i, I remember reading yeah nice going so, old school yeah, yeah that's cute mm-hmm. if you were to give it a rating in flames how many flames would you give it three and a half flames three and a half flames yep what could have been done better mm-hmm. what could have made you burn this mother down with five flames um, I just want to hear the negative. I'm just trying to bring out the negative in 2019. <laughs> it's a darker year, isn't it? It is. I'm uh, just trying to take after some people here in town. Did Julie Andrews have a cameo in this movie? No. So I was that's little... what would right. That's what he would need to give it five points. <laughs> uh, Angela Lansbury did though. Oh. That was fun. If Ben De La Creme as Julie Andrews had a cameo in this movie, I would uh, give it five flames. I think the gays would lose their mind. The gays would have burned this mother down. No, but Dick Van Dyke had a cameo in it. Uh, Which I saw. I was wondering if he was the same person as he was in the original movie. No, not quite. But he played two characters in the original movie. Oh, that's right. Because he was also the old, 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 old bank manager. In the original movie. So now he actually is that old, 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 old <laughs> bank manager. Yeah. A different character, but basically the same part. Oh, is that what he played in the in this one? Yeah. Or, oh, yeah, he, yeah, so yeah. he was a bank manager? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. come on, callbacks. Yeah. He still did a little tap dance number, though. Oh. He still got it at 93. Listen, bitch, come on. Yeah. <laughs> come on, Van Dykes. Uh, but yeah, that's Mary Poppins. Nice. Returns. Uh, Eric wildly approves of mary poppins returns i do three and a half flames is wildly approves can you is imagine if now? you gave it five? Oh man you'd go binary on that point <laughs> you don't get the binary reference uh, do you oh captain marvel yeah yeah there we go yeah. i thought maybe i would have just started making the um old uh modem sound <laughs> <laughs> No, you would just look like that garage down in uh, Lake Nona. <laughs> yes. Love it. <laughs> All right. We're going to go cross table. BJ. Yes. What have you got for us? Um. So, speaking of movies, uh, I went to see Aquaman. About two hours of Jason Momoa, moist and wet. You see by the reaction at this table that we all... So excited for it. <laughs> I, I actually was excited. I, well, good for you. You so, have no taste in, in comic movies. 
Well, so uh, I'm just kidding. It, it, Calm it, down. <laughs> she is about to have a stroke over there. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't the worst DC movie. Well, no. I mean, that's not a really high bar to clear. I mean, we all saw Batman v Superman. I mean, after Wonder Woman, though, like we it, still got Justice League after Wonder Woman. <laughs> still a really low bar. And it's but what's funny is it's made it's made like. A lot of money. It, more money than yeah. Wonder Woman. It's, it's cleared the bar of the highest grossing DCEU movie. Really? Well, because the gays and women got well, their panties Boys, all up in their vaginas. And and let me be clear. like I like Jason Momoa. He's cute. He's hot. But the persona they have written Aquaman under, the, my gripe with the movie is that Arthur Curry... Got way too much swagger. Arthur Curry is the guy you would sleep with but you would not admit to your friends that you had slept with you'd be like you can come over are you talking about current arthur curry i think or... he's talking about the original comic no no i mean no no uh, the original the original arthur curry is the one you take home to your mother yeah. movie arthur curry is the one that you're like you fuck on the side that you don't tell your friends about because you because your friends would be like, I don't know, I'd brag about this one. But he never. I, I was like, I don't see like, who's whose friends are you trying to hide this from? Just from a physical standpoint, though. But I mean, that's... no, from a personality standpoint, he's like, yeah. okay, we get it, you're macho, like we understand. You're which obviously... has never been Aquaman in the comic books. No, no. Even when he had a hook for a hand, which I mean, that should have given him some fucking swagger. But like, look at my hook hand, bitch. Or was it a spear? I can't. It's remember. a spear. It's the end of a spear. Mm. <laughs> Switch it out. Um, <laughs> Here's some attachments for the bedroom. <laughs> yes. But I will say though, uh, his character aside, his character and everyone else's interactions are probably the best. Um, th- they water they water it down just enough. Um, I know Amber. I like heard the water. Watered, I like the water pond. They, they watered, watered it down. down um, I feel like that was unintentional. It, it was, was, but it worked so well. He, he didn't realize it until we pointed it out. <laughs> Shut up. Stop telling my shit, Josh. Jesus. You're pretty. Nobody would have known had you not said anything. Anyway, <laughs> Amber Heard played Mira, um, who did a good job playing Mira. Mira's always kind of been a badass character in any iteration of Aquaman. Who played her hair? Um, um, party, <laughs> party City Store number 2502 no, um, it, in, in Secaucus, New Jersey. No, it's, it's played by the wig from Inhumans. Uh, no, because the wig oh. in Inhumans looked better than Mira's wig. Oh. Mira's wig was off the shelf from Party City. Shake and go. And um, they didn't even shake it. I was legitimately surprised. I didn't know Willem Dafoe was in the movie. Oh, yeah. He plays uh, I the, didn't either the Royal Vizier. Him, yeah. yeah, I was shocked. I was like... How, how did you not recognize him, though? I, I feel like his... I, he wasn't in... I, don't, I didn't notice him in any of the trailers. I didn't even... In the pay... trailers, no. But no. as soon as the movie started... Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, as soon yeah, as the yeah, movie yeah, started, yeah. I was like, the fuck? Where, does, where did William Dafoe come from? Like, I feel like Willem, Fo- Willem Dafoe is like uh, this kind of on the teetering of people are recognizing him as a good actor and or just thinking his face is really creepy looking he, and then they want to he just does what he wants that's the thing Willem Dafoe's one of those actors that's just like I do what I want um Willem Nicole, Nicole. Dafoe <laughs> Willem Dafoe <laughs> um you obviously know what that's from do you guys no nope. no I have no idea I just thought it was oh, cute oh it's a how I met your mother <laughs> thing it's um, like it, it, <laughs> Marshall uh, they're at like this highfalutin party <laughs> and uh he's like 
You ever notice how Willem Dafoe's name sounds like a frog and a bird are saying it? Willem Dafoe! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. As soon as you said Willem Dafoe, that's the only thing I think of. Um, we had Nicole Kidman as... Uh, at, I, I, okay, so they kept saying her name wrong. And it sounded like Atlanta. Her name's at at Atlanta, but I kept hearing Atlanta. Every How do you know? So no How are you going to tell DC that they're saying the character's name wrong? That's like everybody who used to like, say Thanos. And then when you know, when they started saying Thanos, I'm like, that's how you say it, bitch. That, that's like. <laughs> and then people still saying Thanos. And I'm like, why? I'm going to say. I'm Marvel a, made these movies. That's their character. Uh, say it like they fucking I'm, say I'm it. I'm going to say this word. Symbiote. <laughs> oh, that's all I'm gonna say, and we're moving. That's on. not a character name. Let me tell that's you, that's not a character uh, okay. name. Let me tell you, as someone who's recently just watched Venom, the whole entire movie, I'm cringing. I'm waiting for it, and as soon as I see <laughs> Jenny Slate come up, I'm like, "Oh God, it's coming! It's coming! It's gonna happen!" And then she says, "Symbiote," and I was like, "Come on, post production." Yes, thanks for re- recording. Yes. They were like, um, that public backlash was, oh, was, was big and terrible. Yeah. terrible. So Atlanta. So Atlanta and Dale Cole Kidman <laughs> played Atlanta. Um, they've been leaning into this trend in DC movies where it's like when a guy is saved by a female DC character or goes to save a DC, DC character, she immediately tries to murder him. So I thought that was actually kind of adorable. I was like, yes, yes, murder him. Do it. Um. Now I'm just imagining Nicole Kidman in FX's Atlanta with Donald Glover. <laughs> um, we had uh, Patrick- ultimately that's what that show's going to be about. <laughs> it's a it's really not about the city. It's a really long-reaching <laughs> origin story for Nicole Kidman's character in Aquaman. Got it. Um, we had uh, actually I was shocked. I didn't know. I didn't even know Patrick Wilson was playing um Orm. Ocean Master. Really? Orm. Yeah. And they he was got, in enough of the previews. I just didn't. It was the blonde hair, uh, or however they had the blonde hair. I they I pulled it back so far you couldn't even <laughs> so, tell it was him anymore. So far, <laughs> gave him a um, facelift. Exactly. He was spot on. Like Ocean Master's kind of a bitch. Like a little. He's a bit of a little bitch. He got power, but he's just he's like I am the Ocean Master. Um, but no, he, I would say out of all the renditions of the characters in this movie, they got Ocean Master and they got Black Manta pretty spot on. Black Manta was actually, why's it gotta be black? Cause he's, Manta. <laughs> cause he's played by, uh, Yaha Abdul Mateen II, who was Cadillac in the get down. That name sounds I re- really I, familiar, I but I can't remember which character he was. I was going to oh, say, I recognize all those words, but that, that <laughs> not means together. nothing in, to me. In, in, the, in the get down, he was, like the, he was the guy that was obsessed with disco and uh, um, who had the club, the disco fire club. Okay. Who murdered a kid. Okay. Okay. All that sounds familiar. It's been a while since I've seen the get down. I have seen the get down, both parts one and two. It's been on my list to watch. Part two is not as good. I heard and no. I feel and it got canceled. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, half of it was cartoon. So I, I don't know. That made, me, <laughs> that made me really kind of annoyed. Uh, and then I was surprised to learn that Julie Andrews was in it as uh, essentially the Kraken. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 yeah that I was... was like, wait, what? Are you sure it was Julie Andrews and not Bender LeCrime as Julie Andrews? <laughs> it was 100% Julie Andrews. <laughs> okay. Just checking. Um, I love we go from one movie to another and I can use that <laughs> for <right>? again. <laughs> It was Mary Poppins <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. Um, 
She just but, breaks into a spoonful of sugar. <laughs> um, but it was it was your standard DC action movie. It was v- there are some very 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 hammy moments with um with Arthur and Mira. Uh, Mira. It was it was just super. Well, with that wig watching. <laughs> yes. Actually, the wig was the least awkward part of that. Those parts of the movie, mm. um, but it was it, overall it was good. And actually, I look forward. I look more forward to them going uh, to them using him more now than I did when they introduced him in Justice League. Justice League. If they do it like this, and this is the thing, and I've seen articles that are like, "Oh, DC and Marvel have swapped," you know, ideologies, and it's like, no, they haven't. Oh, really? DC has finally realized that you can't be dour and sepia toned in every single movie and have all like it can't be this one note. Marvel has spent the last 10 years and 19 movies, 18 movies before Infinity War gearing up to make you care about these people so that way you can have a movie that feels like it has stakes. We know it doesn't because maybe they're all coming back. Maybe two or three. I feel like th- except for Captain America and Iron Man are going to die. Yeah, I feel like those might be the only two that actually and that's not even a guarantee. Yeah. Um you know, like, I, but that's how, like, this movie is meant to be. And it was always set up to be this way. Like, it was this grandiose thing. And but, even even after that, then they still had Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Which was still a total, tonal change. Exactly. To- and Captain Marvel isn't going to be this, you know, crazy, dour, like, heavy movie. And, I mean, it's probably, it's, it'll have its drama, but it'll have its fun and all of this. And it's like, exactly. it's going to have her punching an old lady on a bus. <sighs> I, oh, I cannot, cannot wait. Wait. <laughs> I am so stoked. I'm going to be in Chicago that weekend, which means I'm not working on a Thursday night for the first time, I think, ever from the time I've actually started going to these movies. I am going to... I'm going to buy tickets, and I'm going I am seeing that bitch night. Wednesday night. I'm not even... I'm calling in the work after. I'm not even... Is it coming out on Wednesday? Uh, so, if they do... If they do... It's usually Friday, but then they do the Thursday early release. The, they may do a Thursday early release, and with, you know... I what's, mean, I can't do Wednesday. I'm going to see Robin. <laughs> what's close to us, Um, they'll do they'll do a Wednesday night, um, Thursday release. Interesting. Yeah. But I, I'm super stoked for, for Captain Marvel. But, but that's... Uh, but yeah, like, I'm glad to see that... DC embraced that the fact that this is a fucking comic book movie. Well, and the fact that these and things need to be have different tones and need to yeah, feel different than that. just the same thing extended through this one line. I'm not a big DC person, although I don't think I'm going to be able to. But that 13th and 14th of January in the movie theaters, the death of Superman, reign of the Superman, uh, DC yes. animated. I would actually kind of go and I would enjoy Their watching animated that. universe is killing it. That's what I've uh, that's what I've heard. I think I maybe have seen one. I think it was the Flash Paradox. I think it was the yeah, only that was one really that good. I yeah. saw. Um, but I the, really the only time that I read anything DC was the death of Superman and then the beginning of that reign of the Superman. So for me, that's nostalgia. That's childhood for me. So I want to see that if I can't see it in the theater. I may actually end up either going to buy them or seeing if I can find it online. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if it comes to a streaming service, that's not DC um, Unlimited, DC Universe, whatever it is. DC Universe. I believe it's it's supposed to come to DC Universe. I know they're slowly putting up all of the other um, shared DC Universe. Um, well, these are films. relatively new, so I, I would imagine it would take a little bit before it's going to be available to somebody that is just paying a monthly subscription. Uh, but either way, I would like to see that... that um, 
those animated movies. Just make it a blockbuster night. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Or of a red box. I mean, I'm oh, sorry. Rest <laughs> in peace, blockbuster. Well, we'll see you in Captain Marvel. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> but exa- but that's you know I. I'm glad that people who are DC fans are actually starting to get movies that are good or at least are better than what they were being given. Yeah. So I'm not a huge DC fan. And honestly, now that I'm out of a relationship that involved me having to go see a lot of movies that I didn't necessarily care to see, (laughs) the DC movies are kind of off my plate until probably Wonder Woman 84, which I will most likely go see, uh, partially because... Wonder Woman stuntwoman is Jesse Graff, who is a uh, big deal in the American Ninja Warrior circuit. Oh, yeah. So I'm excited to um, to to support that, which is why I still want to go see NXT at Full Sail, because uh, Casey Catanzaro, who was like the big deal for the women of American Ninja Warrior, got signed to WWE through their NXT program. So oh, nice. I want to go see her do that. Complete diversion from what we were talking about, but <laughs> that's fine. I just wanted to include that. <laughs> But um so yeah no it was um it was all in good fun. Uh it was standard action movie. The special effects were pretty fucking top notch. They I would agree with it, that. It made it made me start to give more of a damn about the world building they were doing for the DCEU. Um which is what they should have been doing this entire time instead of trying to jump into Which is what the 9 point, yeah. years into uh the the Marvel game. Mm-hmm. Um so I I still look forward to the Flash movie whenever it happens. I actually look forward to Shazam. Oh, um, Shazam looks hilarious. I'm I, totally down I look forward to it because uh, they did say that there are th- Shazam is going to have those funny moments, and then it's going to have some like some high stakes fucked up moments. So I'm like, perfect. That's that's what I'm. They're looking only for. showing funny mo- moments in the trailer. Exactly. They're whoever's editing their trailers is. I just want to sleep with Zachary Levi. I'm I'm down. So I've been a big Zachary Levi supporter since I saw him in Chuck. So um, yeah, but like he's done some pretty cool stuff, you know, over the years. And I find it interesting that he kind of do- dove into the Marvel uh, universe with uh, Thor: Dark World, and now he's uh, jumped out, and now he's in DC. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I will give this one. I'll give this one. What would you give Aquaman? Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman. I'll give. Aquaman. How many fins would you give it? Because fire doesn't work underwater, so it, it does if you have a, a emergency flare. <laughs> so keeps, I will keeps, keeps the trench at bay. So I will. I will give. Oh, those things are fucking creepy as shit. Um, I will give Aquaman three point eight out of five emergency <laughs> gay emergency flares. So they're pink and sparkly. They're pink and sp- though they change, they oscillate to different colors. They go green, blue, pink. So they're gay. It's a very weird rainbow. It's re- <laughs> it is cerulean. <laughs> Eric, I know you saw it also. How many? Uh, how many gay sparklers would you give it? Two and a half. Okay, that yeah, was very. It meh. was. It was. They threw everything at the wall. Anything I ever knew about Aquaman, as far as rogues gallery oh i was gonna say spear hand all two of the spear (laughs) hand there all all two of them (laughs) well the trench is but i mean they over explained every single part of his known mythology basically his two big villains they're both there i don't know what else you're like what are you saving for aquaman 2 exactly well aquaman 2 is basically going to be black manta yeah um Again, he'll just be the main villain versus the side villain. 
He won't be a side piece this time around. Yeah. Which <laughs> I mean, I actually thought they gave his character arc the best character arc out of the movie. Out of, well, because that's the thing is with villains, if you don't like with Ocean Master, you're dealing with like a bratty, essentially a bratty kid mm-hmm. who's like I, this is my kingdom and then vanity and entitlement yeah and yeah. then with with black Manta, you actually give him decent motive motivation which is yeah. why I, I kind of liked how they had them him kind of on the periphery this movie by the way you talked about willem dafoe but you never brought up dolph lundgren at all oh my god he-man ginger, was in the movie i did ginger, salt and pepper I, beard, I did yeah. forget about dolph lundgren he-man was in it he yeah. was he was. Wow. he was mira's dad and he could be in me. Oh. <laughs> Daddy Mira. Daddy Mira can get it. I'll be his I'll be his vizier. <laughs> How many pink sparklers would you give Josh, it? Josh, yes. Let's move on to your pink sparklers. I'm actually with BJ on this one. I I, I thought um it was a very nice change in the DCU universe. And the visuals were just amazing like it was definitely visually pleasing and in comparison to the dark gritty tones that they've used in the past you know it just it was so vibrant and so colorful now it's definitely second place next to wonder woman because to me wonder woman was just phenomenal but it's definitely up there for two acts (laughs) act three went right off the fucking rails crazy i i would agree it's Zack snyder all over that third act but anyway (laughs) we'll continue Sorry. So, um, the now I lost my (laughs) (laughs) how many sparklers? Give it some sparklers. Well, oh, oh, well, the one thing I wanted to touch upon to kind of you know add into why I'm giving it uh, probably about 3.8 sparklers as well was because I felt they've improved Aquaman's general personality from you know how lone wolf and you know macho he was in justice league like he had a little bit more um versatility in his personality it was definitely lightened up a little bit he's not versatile got it and he definitely played well with he played well with others more so this time around than he did with um so he likes groups better like yes as i'm looking at you i knew exactly where you're going with this and i i'm trying to like keep it in and keep it retained and just Continue I just love that's what he's trying to do in that group. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was trying to keep it contained because he doesn't want four score and seven hours ago there to be nothing in his balls. <laughs> it's been seven hours and fifteen days <laughs> since you took your nut away. <laughs> <laughs> so three point eight sparklers. Yeah, <laughs> three point eight k sparklers. Well, that's some good insight into Aquaman. BJ, Eric, and Josh all <laughs> recommended to certain degrees or another. I mean, I'm gonna say you recommend it like as plain watching. Yeah, it's it's fine. Like, like to... again, it's the second best DC live action movie. Well, I mean, there you go. It again, was long. not a high bar to clear. And yes, I heard it was super long. Yeah. All right, Josh. What is your first choice of things we need to talk about? Uh, so I recently saw Wreck-It Ralph 2, um, which I actually was... I was on the fence of for the first, like, probably close to 20 minutes, just because I wasn't quite sure where it was going. Um, but once 
the like the first twenty minutes kind of kicked in. I I thought it was actually the amount of references they had in terms of um, pop culture itself and internet and how like everything is outside of those retro games. So I thought it was actually rather impressive. And for them to fit as much as they did was kind of an impressive feat because let's kind of be real. Like in terms of what we have access to now with the internet, I mean it's infinite it's like oh space. it's absurd it's, it's it's like space it's infinite um so it's like janet's void <laughs> but i mean they they touched up a, on quite a bit of it you know i mean you recognize a lot of logos um and for them to do as many internet famous uh references like memes and and i guess what would have been vine um you know was rather entertaining to watch i Definitely recommend going to see it. I'm still kind of like mulling it over to depending, like determining whether or not I feel like it's better than the first. Like it's definitely almost as good as, um, and the conflict, uh, which I won't make any spoilers just cause I'm going to be nice. <laughs> we but, always kind of like, we, we spoil always, a lot. We but all make mistakes. That's true. It's fun. I mean, if somebody is I'm, listening and doesn't want to hear, they can just skip ahead a little I'm bit. I'm talking about you being nice. We all make mistakes. It's oh. <laughs> He's young, y'all. Not that young. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Keep anyway. Give us a number. I'll anyway. slap you around. But yeah, the the uh, the villain, the choice of villain was interesting. And uh, they actually had a post-credit scene, two of them. Everyone has to see it. You, ha- I can't. I can't even like... Let's just say that it, for what the movie was, it is perfect. And I would not have otherwise, if I was one of the creators, I probably wouldn't have thought to put it in. But now thinking about it after the fact, if it wasn't put in, it would be like the biggest missed opportunity of the ages. Was it Knuckles showing them the way? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no, it was not. Although I kind of wish I would have seen. But you're thinking along the same lines. Yeah. Was it Sonic with his really beefy legs? <laughs> that poster still makes it me a little creeps you the fuck it's out. Haunt me it to my grave, <laughs> seriously. Or, or is it SpongeBob giving birth to Shrek's baby? <laughs> I don't know what parts of the internet you're on. <laughs> it's but... never ogre, Eric. I... It's never ogre. <laughs> Shrek is love. Shrek is life. <laughs> I don't want to see your browser history. <laughs> I I like the fact that there's a part in the movie where you get to see like like. Like, everything is kind of set up like the Jetsons, where you're seeing, like, this pristine sort of modern internet area, and then you fall into the slums, and there's, like, this big... There's, like, this big area that's just, like, trash from the internet, and there's a little sign that says Mindspring, and I'm like, oh my god, like, hot links and... Pop-ups. Oh, is it IRC? Is there GeoCities anywhere? There is a GeoCity (laughs) sign, like... All that Angel stuff. Fire. I, I honestly, there were so, there were uh, so many. If you rewatch, I'm 100 percent sure it'll be there. I can't wait till it comes out on on Blu-ray and then people just like pause it and yeah, look, yeah, because you get all of the references. Yeah. It's like a fourth hour video of all the references. And I want to, I want a sweatshirt or a hoodie that says Nap Queen. I need that. I need that in every way, shape, or form. I think uh, Adam Ellis has a shirt because I, I yeah i need it because uh sleeping beauty was wearing that right yeah sleeping beauty was wearing nap queen um no no adam ellis has a shirt that says lizard queen no he has one i think he has one nap queen too because i remember seeing a post of his after the trailer debuted oh. with the princesses and him making reference to one of his designs like after the like 
hmm, I should be making lots of money. <laughs> and it's spelled Q-W-E-E-N, which is even better. Oh, internet spelling. I was also shocked they got all the original voice actresses for uh, all the all the vo- original voice actresses all that Disney are still princesses. living. Yeah. yeah. Every I, single one. I did think that that was one of the, the coolest things that they... Yeah, there that's it, it right there. Uh, yep. Yep. But like that. with Sleeping Beauty in Disney, I mean, it's spelled correctly, I think, right? No, I don't. Uh, It might be. I know. I know Adams is not. But I think I think Sleeping Beauty's was. I, I think Disney was like, I don't really feel like demonstrating poor spelling in this. I think I'm going to spell it correctly. Uh, oh, I like it on the red Heather. <laughs> that's cute. Yeah. That's cute. That's good. That is. So, how many flames would you give Wreck-It Ralph to? Uh, I would actually give it uh, a solid... Uh, I'll give it a solid four. Huh? Yeah. Wow. All right. Did you guys see Wreck-It Ralph too? I did not. I no. did. You did? What did you think of it? Uh, I loved it. I thought it was I, I, I thought it was as good as the first, if not better. Um, the themes uh, aren't really... The themes around friendship are something that... I will say Disney knocked it out of the park with the theming and how just because two people that are that are really good friends don't always have to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it does beat you over the head with it a little bit towards the third act, but it's it's that's part of the joke about it. Um, so it's it's really good, and I love yes. Uh, oh yes, was al- amazing. She is the algorithm for. She's like a YouTube algorithm that picks like what's popular like when you when you open up your youtube page the the stuff that it thinks you would like and the most popular the stuff that's trending she's like that little blue hashtag that's like trending um and she is absolutely hilarious because every time they um show her they switch to a different scene with her she's dressed as a different pop culture icon and uh she's voiced by the woman Taraji B Taraji B She's uh Taraji P Henson. Taraji P Henson, yeah. Tar- like Taraji P. I'm like get her name right. <laughs> <laughs> and BJ, I'm mad at you for not correcting him. What? I'm not a pure blood. Um, it doesn't matter. She <laughs> deserves a respect. So she was pretty much dressed as Cookie when you first see her. She's got the nice. fur coat and everything. And then when you see her well, later, I put it all out there. <laughs> so we know this one. This. Oh no, that not that Cookie. Sorry. She uh, chocolate chip Cookie. She's also dressed as Steve Urkel at one point, and I about I about spit out my soda and popcorn because I was like, "This is amazing!" and just constantly as a different pop culture icon. So I really why really are you eating character. popcorn and drinking soda at the same time? I'm washing it down with soda, Ugh. like I'm chewing it, and then I swallow, and then I drink soda. There's still bits of popcorn in your teeth, Ugh. like all those weird, stubborn kernels. Yeah. So, but I would give it a, a four point three out of five. Internet flames. We totally should have never gone with these like non half <laughs> flames. <laughs> we've gotten we've gone so off track with these. But all right, so four point three flames. I think the end credit end credit scene alone deserves the, the everyone four. has yeah. to see it. Cool. So the first thing that I want to uh, to talk about is something that we haven't really talked about on the show in a, in a little while, and that is comics. The X-Men have been doing a lot in the last couple of months. A lot. 
we have wrapped up the six-year journey of the original five X-Men with Extermination. Really kind of weird to try to recap, but basically um, someone is hunting the original five X-Men. And then someone else is hunting the original five X-Men. So, but the one we know about at first is Ahab. And he ends up killing Bloodstorm. And then we find out that there is a young Cable who killed original Cable in our timeline. So old Cable gets killed by young Cable. Goes back and forth. Ahab is trying to kill at least one of the original five X-Men because he feels that if he does that, they don't go back. Dystopian future takes place. Days of Future Past happens. In our timeline, it becomes the main the main timeline. Kid Cable is trying to make sure that the original five go back because he wants them. He doesn't want Days of Future Past to happen. He wants to make sure that everything stays on the course that it's supposed to stay on. So as we get towards the end of it, they introduce these two orphan French twins who apparently, supposedly in X-Men lore, have been there for years because, you know, they're just at the school. But they have been brainwashed and are turning all the X-Men into hounds to work for Ahab and to kill the rest of the X-Men. The only way to save them is for Kid Cable to take Jean back in time. She goes to the school, talks to the French twins while they were students of the school and not under influence of Ahab. They go back, gather up the X-Men, and they, at this point, have um, taken Mimic's wings because they brought back Mimic for a hot second. Really? Yes. Because if you are an old school X-Men fan. Yeah, no, Mimic was one of my favorite villains. Uh sometimes villain because he was originally a superhero, but then the reason he ended up retaining all of the powers was that he was around the original five too long. So we had Cyclops's laser eyes, he had the like the wings, and he had all this stuff. Like he basically was an amalgamation of all five. They cut off his wings and put them on Angel. Oh, shit. Because he had gone through the Black Vortex. Was yeah. that what it was? Black uh, Vor- yeah, Black Vortex. And gotten the Why cosmic- has it got to be black? Because it was in deep, deep space. Uh. And he had cosmic fire wings. So they took those off and just sewed on uh, Mimic's wings to him. Really kind of disturbing, but whatever. And then he ends up uh, mimicking young Cyclops and Ahab spears him. And Ahab thinks he's, you know one but it wasn't it was mimic this whole thing uh so then it becomes this like time jump back around trying to get ahab away once he realizes that he didn't kill any of the original five they end up destroying his ship so now ahab is stuck in this timeline in this time he can't teleport or transport anywhere gene young gene gets the information on how to save everybody but then they go back in time and she like plans almost like a little Easter egg in all of their minds. So that way all of these memories come flooding back to them right when it's necessary. So um, uh, Davis Ex Machina basically at the end of this whole thing. It's like now we know how to save everybody. Yay. Except Rachel. Poor, poor Rachel. Because she had already been a hound. She is yep. really sunken to a- you know, by Ahab. So Rachel is now ba- basically back to being a hound. And with Ahab. And uh, Kid Cable is still around. Old Cable is dead. But then the big shocker, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, at the end of Extermination, the last page is, or the last two pages, uh, the 
third to last and second to last are Kid Cable at a safe house going over like the events of what had happened. And then uh, basically you flip the page and he addresses dad and there's adult Cyclops just chilling there. But it's adult Cyclops from Schism era. Blue suit, the pinstripe with the oh. X and all that. So before AVX and he, before he became the Dark Phoenix, before he killed Xavier, before he became a mutant outlaw, before he became a terrorist, before blah, 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 blah. So they basically washed his entire last six years or so away. And now we have an adult Cyclops that doesn't have all of that baggage, apparently. I mean, I'm going to miss. I'm going to miss baggage Cyclops because when you create your own band, like the ba- the most badass thing, when you create your own like renegade mutant team and you make Magneto your fucking third in command, <laughs> you got the balls to look at Magneto and be like, no, you're going to answer to her. I'm like... Well, he was banging her. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Magneto, Magneto had put out, probably would have been second. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just saying. I I don't I don't hate him, but but yeah, no. I I I liked it for what it was for when it happened, and uh. But w- but reading Champions, I've actually kind of missed. Like Young Cyclops made me miss the '90s, like like straight laced, yeah, by your bootstraps, Cyclops. So now I'm like, yeah. We'll see how it goes because yeah. I mean this is going to be post schism, so he's still going to have that little like edge of whatever. This is the Cyclops that formed Uncanny X Force, the secret team that went and killed people. So yeah, you're not going to get that straight lace Cyclops. No, but, but uh, you're going to get straight. You're going to get original Cyclops with 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 a enough is enough attitude. Yeah, and I'm down for that. Which then leads into the second thing that's going on, which is disassembled, which is their weekly uh, episodic adventure right now where x-man is trying to apparently x-man is dying and trying to use his um unlimited power to make a better world left behind uh using was it omega red blob angel and magneto as his horseman of the salvation or horseman of salvation to recreate the world and not have like war and all this stuff but in order to do that basically it means exterminating all people that would incite war including the x-men that didn't work they get shunted off into the age of apocalypse uh timeline and that's about where i've left off i'm about an issue or two behind um but what will come out of this will be a disassembled x-men team and a new x-men team uncanny x-men team that will be led by cyclops and wolverine so if you felt like the '90s weren't here enough, are they gonna? Are they gonna finally fuck? I need them. I, to finally maybe, fuck. maybe. <laughs> I need them. I need them to do it. What I what bothers me, and I really hope they do not go back to, because now you've resurrected Gene, Scott, and Logan. Do not put them in this fucking love triangle again. Please do not. Let her be her badass self, because she's doing that. I, I I've been loving her lately. X Men Red Gene has been phenomenal. And even in Disassembled, she's, I mean, she's been a little, we're the adults, you're the kids, you need to listen to us kind of Jean, which has made me a little annoyed at her, because that was never really Jean, especially when you had people like Kitty and Jubilee around, and she was always very nurturing and trying to help them be better. For her to take, like, armor, and who, God help me, she's so fucking annoying right now, <laughs> um, and some of the other kids, and just kind of be like, go clean up, let the adults handle it, like, that's not the gene that i'm used to 
But we'll see how that all kind of maps out at the end of it. In a polyamorous relationship, then everybody's happy. Only if they're all fucking. Yes. That's the only way. Agreed. Yes. They're like, okay, we're just equal opportunity. Like, whoever's around. Who's sleeping with Logan the night? Scott's like, well, I think it's my turn. They could volunteer as tribute. But last night was your turn. Well, I mean, it's our anniversary from the first time we punched each other. I'd be down with that. He's got to punch this ticket now. Which we know Wolverine swings that way. We just don't know about Scott. Yeah, once you get once you get to about a hundred years old, you're like, eh. well, I mean, it's canon that he slept with Hercules. Yeah, 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 he did. Only on the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, that was Ultimate. It's the uh, only Wolverine universe and Ultimate that matters. Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> Not Hulk. Ultimate Herc. It's uh, 2019. Be bi. Get over yourself. Be bisexual. Be pansexual. Pansexual. Be demisexual. Anything whatever. with a postcode. There it is. There's that silence. <laughs> that delicious silence every episode. You'll never stop me. So, listeners, we hope that you are enjoying Flame on here in the year 2019. But for, in order for us to keep on doing that, we need some help from you. We need you to tell people about us. We need you to uh, follow us on uh, social medias, which you can do by going to flameonshow.com and scrolling to the bottom. There's all the chicklets there. Uh, for Instagram and Twitter and Tumblr and any of the other socials that we're on that I can't remember right now. I only made the website. I don't remember social medias. Um, but we also need you to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or anywhere that you listen to us because that helps other people find the show and helps us get more listeners and uh, continue to do what we do. We are a self-driven uh network driven fan powered podcast which means that we don't necessarily have a ton of money but we love to do what we do and we love that you are listening but if you would like to support us here in the new year which we have had quite a few of our listeners do in the past and continue to do now you can head over to patreon.com forward slash nerdy show and become a patron in the year 2019 Give as much or as little as you would like, and you'll become a patron with access to exclusive features. And if you would like some of that money to come directly to us, just leave a little note and say that you would like a portion to go to the boys at Flame On. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, so that was a great first round of Pop Culture Roundup. 
we have some more things that we would like to discuss with you all before we get into our final segment, which I think we're going to do a little differently this month. But we'll get to that after this round robin Uh-oh. is done. He's springing something on us, y'all. I am. It's all different to me. I'm. I'm. I know this is Josh's first uh, full cast recording. Is it? Yeah, he's only done micros with oh, us. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to the cast chairs. I'm well, usually just here to fill in for someone that isn't. <laughs> that's how I started. <laughs> Me too. I'll just. I'll just. We'll, we'll, we have to heat up the brand in the oven, though. Ah, exactly. And it's gonna have to go on like the back of your arm, or it's gonna have to go on your lower back like a tramp stamp. So you get to decide that after we're done. Or left nipple. They didn't give me an option. No. He got his is on his booty hole. Yeah. It's a booty hole. <laughs> That's what his brand says. <laughs> and it didn't get infected because it's a booty hole. It's a booty hole. <laughs> Can't get an infection in your booty hole. Lord in heaven, ladies. <laughs> All right. Round two. Fight. BJ, why don't you kick us off? What do you think we should be talking about this month uh, in pop culture? So around uh, December-ish time, um, we had the finale for Titans. Titans season one is officially done. Fuck Batman. Um, it actually was pretty fantastic. Rachel, Ra- Rachel was annoying for about five minutes in the first episode. And then once you kind of figure out what her powers and her deal is, you're like, oh, okay, she's she's a murder bot. She's going to murder everything and everyone. Got it. Um, uh, you start to you actually start to like everybody real quick. Beast Boy is more subdued than he is in the cartoons, which is a blessing. Do they still not have the budget to make him transform not, on screen? Not yet. We'll, okay. s- we'll see how season one does, and we'll see if he we'll see if he gets. <laughs> They, um, they did show him transform on screen a couple of times, but it's still that's only, where their budget ran out. It's still only a tiger. Uh, it's expensive. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pardon me while I go change into this other animal that we don't have the budget <laughs> for. Um, I do really like that um, they did the whole inner struggle because we're seeing Robin where he's kind of in between Robin and Nightwing. Um, we get to meet Donna Troy, which is kind of awesome. Um, we get to meet, uh, Hawk and Dove. Uh, we've got pretty much the, the show will take a hard left turn, uh, the net, the, the last episode. And all I'm going to say is just shit gets weird at the end of the next to last episode. And then you're going into something, something's wrong. Just how BJ likes it. Yeah. Weird and wrong. Something, something's wrong in the last episode because the last episode plays out very differently there's all sorts of shit that happens that has never happened in the comic ever um and you're like something's off and they don't really immediately tell you that um and you we they may pick that up in uh season two so um titans but honestly it's worth a watch it's if you're if you're on the downtime before other stuff starts back up or if you're sitting around during the dead time between summer series and spring stuff uh, uh, finales and everything, it's actually, and if you have DC Universe, it's actually a, a really good watch. And I was very, very, very surprised. Or if you're in Europe and you have Netflix, because I've heard that it's on Netflix. It's going to be there. on Netflix. Yep. If it's not already, it's going to be on Netflix in Europe. Yep. Not in the US, but in Europe. Um, And then. I will mention they just uh, posted the first three episodes of Young Justice Outsiders, which if you are a Young Justice fan, 
Yes. Absolutely have to start watching it right now. I would say wait till they finish posting the rest of it, but fuck that. Um, because we are going into another year jump, a two-year jump, and because it's on a streaming service, you've got you've got murdered teenagers, you've got drug runners, you've got superheroes accidentally killing people. It's it it is not pulling any punches, but it's still along the same lines as the same storytelling as the previous two seasons, and it does it flawlessly. Like it's never left. Um yeah, it's really, really good. And if you're if you're on the up and up of a lot of um DC lore, you're gonna notice all the all the changes that have happened over the years and everything with the characters, and you're gonna know exactly where they're at, uh, comic wise. And it's 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 playing out really, really good, and I can't wait for the I think the next four or five episodes go up in about uh five days. So they should be up by the time our listeners hear this. Yes, they should be. There should be about six or seven episodes up. Nice. That is a fantastic recommendation. I've never seen any of these shows, but BJ suggests that you should go watch them. And if you are a fan of Young Justice, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I love Eric as the audience stand-in. It's fantastic. Yes. All right, so Titans and Young Justice Outsiders is that what it was? Yeah. Young Justice Outsiders. Okay. I hear the outsiders, and all I think of is Kevin Ash and Scott Hall, the NWO, late '90s wrestling. That's where my pop culture references oh, are. Oh God, the NWO! I blame the NWO for me having a thing for Cubs. I do completely. Why? Because it was mostly like round redneck boys. Who? What? Right? I don't know their names. They were just. It was Kevin Ash, Scott Hall, Hulk Hogan. No, Eric the, Bischoff. Are, are, you Eric talk, Bischoff. are you talking about? Are you talking about the WCW yes. or the NWO? The NWO is something another, different. Uh, NWO in the WCW, the New World Order. Yeah. Started by the uh, Outsiders, yeah, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. What are you talking about? Uh, I'm probably talking about something I download on the internet. So. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Speaking of WWF, uh-huh. RIP Gene Okerlund. Oh, I know. I saw that. That made me sad. Yeah. Because that's like bits of my childhood just like dying off, and it really does make me sad. Yeah. Lay sigh. Lay sigh. I think they're doing a tribute to him when they're. Uh, I think the tribute episode is when they're filming here. I saw somebody post about it that they were looking that they were questioning how much tickets were. And then uh, our other mutual friend that I met him through was like, um, "You could just Google that answer." <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I did, but I'm gonna make you work for it. You have all of the internet in your pocket. Seriously, if only there was a place that you could go and ask those questions and get an answer immediately. That a, wasn't Facebook. A book with the pages color of amber. Yeah, <laughs> I've got it. I'll look it up in the phone book. My gods, you're brilliant. It's ringing. <laughs> she walks in, and I'm suddenly a hero. Sorry. <laughs> I Sanity. Love, I love Sanity the musical. Uh, all right, Eric, what is your next pick for this pop culture roundup? So, like uh, Young Justice Outsiders, uh, <laughs> dropping little chunks of episodes. Uh, the show I'm going to talk about dropped their final chunk of episodes. Oh, final chunks. The final chunks. The final chunk down. I was like the final chunks of chunk. Sure. Hunk. 
Is it huh? Hunk? Not Chunk, right? It's hunk. Oh, it's yeah, hunk. it's Hunk. Yeah, it's hunk. hunk. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Voltron! Voiced by Tyler Levine. Yes. Come on, Daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, Which we'll get to more of very soon. Yes, so Voltron, the reboot of the beloved 80s cartoon uh, into a new iteration of a beloved cartoon, uh, finished its run with season eight in three years. Don't question the math. It works out. (laughs) (laughs) Here's Uh, season 12. Hasn't this only been on for six months? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it has. Uh, So the fight is over. The universe is saved. Mostly everybody's happily ever after. Oh. Oh. (laughs) This is going to be kind of spoiler free because Josh hasn't seen it yet. I'm so sorry. I tried. Neither has Pat, but Pat doesn't want to. So. Fucking Minerva. Good. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so let's see here. Where were we at the end of season seven? So season seven, uh, the Earth was liberated by Voltron from the um, uh, purple guys. Um, I'm blanking. I'm completely blanking. The Gura. Gora. The Golra. Earth Earth became occupied by the Golra, and uh, Voltron saved the day, and then... But wait... There is a super. But wait, there's more. Super row beast comes and nearly fucks their sh- their world up. Mm. That's right. So we have a time jump. First episode of season eight, right? It's a year later. Uh, yeah, it's about a year later. Yeah. So they've been researching this super row beast, and the Earth's been recovering, rebuilding. Families mm-hmm. are back together, and I do know, um, the super robot, um, that they inadvertently built. Um, I can't remember what that's a reference to. But I do know they took the Atlas. You mean? Yeah, the Atlas yeah. was that wasn't in the original series. I think it's in the car one. It it is. It's yeah. in the car one, and also the little ships they have are actually in the CG one. They they took a, they literally took uh, everything from all the Voltron lore and stuffed it into the show and did a really good job doing it. There's actually a cameo of the cars at the very end. Yep, that doesn't really spoil anything, but yeah, there's a cameo of them in the end. Um cameo was in it did yeah. he sing word up word up he, he or candy he played he played a uh i'm missing you like he candy. can't uh, uh oh come on man he played a candy shop owner and when they asked him you know what are the good things in this story he said strawberry raspberry <laughs> he took them to all the, he those took good them, things he took them to the candy shop <laughs> no <laughs> so voltron yay and that was mariah uh, carey waving a checkered flag at the end of it I wrapped it back around for Loverboy because it samples candy with cameo. Sorry. Gotcha. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so everyone's favorite characters are here. Proceed with caution. Um, I was waiting for for a caution. (laughs) I I, didn't want to disappoint. (laughs) I was going to drop it in there, but then I was like, let me wait for him. Here's your copy of caution. We don't have Prince Lotor. We don't have... We don't have Zarkon. Zarkon. So it's Hagar. She is the big bad. She is she is officially the big bad. And legitimately, they did a really good job with her story arc, the whole series. Because I kind of feel bad for her. I legitimately felt bad for her. She's had it rough. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I think uh, Prince Lotor did, too. Because they go into a lot of his backstory. Yep. Um, fleshing out that character. And Did any homosexuals end up in relationships by the end of it? Uh, Spoiler alert. No. I well, mean... Yeah. Because there's epilogue stuff, and yes, Shiro gets a happy ending. He gets, he gets oh, married. Oh, well, I mean. 
I'm glad I he got a happy ending. To, does he end up in a relationship? Yeah, he does. <laughs> he I, does. So he does get a happy ending again. Uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> so hopefully that makes up for the fact that they kind of just killed his previous relationship. Oh, wow. I mean, kind they of. kind of did the same thing. They just kind of glossed over it, and they were like, "This is what you homosexuals want." He's married. There you go. Kissed a guy. But there really wouldn't have been anywhere to build that story in. It, they would have had to, to the have, final season. They really would have had to have start. That that's what that's what people are mostly complaining about is that they didn't start building this sort of story for him, or even have like any flashbacks to his ex until like. Oh, by the way, we're doing a thing. You want here? You go. Like. Yeah, as an afterthought, like it's they, kind of like when they made Sulu the homosexual character in the new Star Trek, just by having him, uh, having his husband and child meet him at the, the like airport at the uh, right. at, at the yeah, yeah the hub yeah yeah, yeah it, was. it was it was kind of it was kind of like that and gotcha. a lot of people were like they appreciate the fact that they're like you're putting a homosexual character in a in a big like he's a big authoritarian figure throughout the whole series, and they're like. Thank you, but we can now officially do better than that. Yeah, and it's it's you want you want the person there, and you've now made it canon, and and it's there, but you've done nothing with it. Exactly. It's just like saying, okay, he's a homosexual. Anyway, we're just gonna leave that behind. But yeah, I mean, to be fair, there's other characters who they're more than their love life. Exactly. Like, like true. Hunk, like Hunk never has a love life. Um, I thought I thought he wanted to get in with that rock chick. There was a little bit of that. <laughs> Rot barrel, but, yeah. yeah. Um, get some chafing. Pidge going. doesn't really get a love life. Of course, she's fifteen. Yeah. yeah. So she's building her boyfriend. Um, <laughs> she's gonna get that coach's right, <laughs> right? She uh, wanted him to thrust too hard. Oh my god! The the male sex robots with the bionic penises that they were building. Yes, those in real life, not in this cartoon. Yeah. I'm, I'm down. No. I'm terrified. Whatever. I'm gonna have five. Five guys? Five guys. Ooh. Ooh, that sounds good. I want five guys. Oh, yeah. I go like and I would like a burger. <laughs> <laughs> Bazing! Hold the cheese. That's an original <laughs> joke. <gasps> You're a cunt. He's throwing shade at you. <laughs> I know. I see it. Thorp. <laughs> <laughs> so Voltron, the final season, the 47th season yes. in two years. Yes. You recommend? I do. All it's right. so good, especially if you've watched the previous seven seasons. I you mean, should. you just have to like been paying attention for the last six weeks, and you would watch all all seven exactly. of them. Exactly. Got it. <laughs> I may check it out. I still need to check out Castlevania. So, oh, I watched oh, that too. That was God. I binged that in a day. I might need to. I might nice. need to catch up on that. I've seen like an episode. So much blood. I just got excited because I heard Alucard is in season two. So. I yeah. want to watch because my well, favorite. I mean, the first season is barely a season. It's like what five? Four, four, it's five, four or five episodes. episodes yeah. yeah, five episodes. I um, my favorite. I don't even say my favorite Castlevania game is really the only one that I played because it came out right at the time that I was playing Nintendo was Castlevania three. So it was very much um, Alucard, the girl, and like you had the three choices. I think there was a pirate in there too. I want to say it was like Richter, Alucard, and uh, the woman. Yeah, the the mystic. Yeah. Well, this is that game. Ah, Pretty much, see, yeah. <laughs> and that's why, like, that's what's actually made me want to watch it. So yeah. I'm I'm actually really curious about that. I actually felt 
uh, I was sympathetic towards Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. give him a good backstory. Just hot. You want to be bitten? Once bitten, twice shy. I mean, maybe if after he pounds me with that Vladimir, that Vladimir Vlad the va- vampire dick. <laughs> sure, why not? But Josh, what is your next? <laughs> that was number two, ladies and gentlemen. Number two. Unusable content. <laughs> Pat and I are just looking at each other. Unusable. Unusable. You never know what's coming in, what's staying in, or being cut out of this episode. Not until we listen to it. So, Josh, what is your second and final pick? So, uh, today, well, there's a lot of number twos in my face. Um,. Why is why are people throwing uh, shit in your face? It's okay. <laughs> we don't. We we're, we'll judge you, but we accept that you like poop on your face. That's how you get conjunctivitis, right? Don't open That's your eyes. Highly eye. contagious <laughs> conjunctivitis. Pink eye is conjunctivitis. Goggles are your friends. I was breaking it down in layman's terms, for, just in case. Oh, gotcha. Just in case. You can't just call it conjunctivitis. It's highly contagious conjunctivitis. <laughs> I mean, they were breaking down their food in their is system. That That's where it came from. So no, that's just um, oh okay. Because like when you go, if you get diagnosed with it, it's Diagnosed as highly contagious conjunctivitis because you are you have to like quarantine yourself because it will well, spread I mean, quickly. In and of itself, conjunctivitis is highly. I know, but it's like I get it. I get it. Calm down. If Calm you down. look at somebody with it, you'll get it. <laughs> Pretty much. Don't look. Bird box yourself, right? <laughs> so, uh, bird box the took the internet by storm with a shit ton of memes. Oh my god! With so that lady s- from Bird Box, so many more they. Yeah, that lady from Bird Box. <laughs> <laughs> so first off let me actually start with this meme poor sandra bullock before i saw the meme there was a lot of people at work talking about bird box and i'm just sitting at my desk minding my own business doing some work and someone literally says oh hey there the woman from bird box uh like she was in some other stuff and i just immediately stopped typing and i look and i'm like you mean Sandra Bullock? They're like, yeah, you know her? And I'm like... <laughs> oh! <laughs> Poor Sandra Bullock. <laughs> so she's like, oh, you know her from... Did you see Bird Box 2? And I was like, no. I'm only gonna watch Bird Box because of Sandra Bullock. And then I saw like this meme that was like, do you know uh, Bur- uh, Sandra Bullock from Bird Box? It's like, honey, I know Bird Box because of Sandra Bullock. That is one of the first times I've ever seen a meme really speak to me and ve- become very real. <laughs> because it's like, Poor Sandra. Like, come on, so many things. Miss Congeniality, Speed, like, where have all these years gone? Speed 2. Which also on is Willem Dafoe. <laughs> <laughs> Dafoe. 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 It really does come full circle. Uh, no, the, okay, Who so, comes in a circle? Jason Momoa. Uh, it's not a circle. It's a booty hole. <laughs> it's a booty hole. <laughs> Sandra Bullock did not save the pageant. Uh, <laughs> she did Fall not. out of space. Just to be referred to... As, As the lady, lady from, from Bird Box. Bird Box. <laughs> <laughs> she has gone through so much over these last few decades. Like, just, She deserves more respect. And her. looks flawless. She does. I mean, I can Actually, tell she's yeah. gotten a little work done, it looks I'm like, sure. in her nose. But you know what? Still. Do, girl, do, do you. Live your life. You've done enough. <laughs> you stopped that speeding bus. You stopped that speeding <laughs> bus. You stopped that speeding boat. 
but she but she couldn't you stop, stop that the, you, you stop, stop that, that bomb the, at the pageant <laughs> but she couldn't stop the garbage truck before it hit Sarah Paulson let's take a moment in silence for Sarah Paulson Okay, my I mean, that's they, they could only afford her for about the ten minutes. She that's was true. Movie, like she's so. getting expensive. I was like, every time I see her, like in a in a preview, I'm like, that trailer for American Horror Story looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> Has she gotten that Emmy yet? <laughs> All right, when when does American Horror Story Glass start? Because I really want to see that. <laughs> I know I saw that trailer in the movies, and I was like, this season looks interesting. <laughs> Are they doing two seasons at once? <laughs> what I what. What really threw me though, like I don't understand how it fits into the larger universe, is the OJ trial. Like, I mean, <laughs> I don't get it. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Sorry, but we love Sarah Paulson. It was we very her. horrific for Nicole and Ron. <laughs> but we too, love soon? too soon, too soon, <laughs> and all of America for having to deal deal with. Kato Kalen. Oh. <laughs> Still having to deal with Kato Kalen when he makes guest appearances on shit. So, I thought it was actually really good. I think I don't. I think it was a little overhyped. Just a little. Well, that's the state of the internet nowadays anyway. It's like something is either lauded like to the heavens or trashed beyond belief. Like, there is yeah. no happy medium. Like, eh, this was an okay movie. Like, it's just, but yeah. The and then, oh, someone else also pointed. I was like, oh, it has the girl from Dumpling. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I want to, but I don't. I don't remember her. Did you say the girl from Dumpling? From Dumpling, yeah. the girl who plays the girl in Dumpling. She um, plays Dumpling. She's she's also in Bird Box. Dumplin'. And they also have Dumplin'. The, they also There's have the, no G on the end. They also I'm like, the way it keeps being said like it's a, like it's food. Like I'm just imagining a little like dumpling. some dumplings? <laughs> I, I, I could go for dumplings right now. Um, um, I, they also have the guy that played the main character's best friend from Get Out. He was in it. I haven't seen that yet still. I know. What? It's okay. I know. Because you're white. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no defense. <laughs> I'm glad you all find racism so funny. Number three, y'all. Number three. <laughs> Bam. Home run. To be clear, the silence was actually not anything related to you. I'm still reeling over my silence for my lack of response. Hey, it doesn't matter. I'll piggyback on other silence. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was a little, a little hyped. Not like not incredibly too much because it, it was still uh, a pretty good thriller. Um, I just recently found out though what the monsters would have looked like. Oh, this is great. And I'm glad they did not put them in there. So um, I recently saw this uh, this makeup artist who was applying makeup to the actor who did scenes for the monster, the creature. And it was like supposed to be this like large, uh, veiny, greenish, like baby looking monster thing with a big old nose. Um, like, a, like a big lizard baby. Have Like, have you seen it? Uh, yeah, I, I saw the description. It's supposed to be like a bipedal, yeah, like lizard person, but with a with the face of a baby and a big nose. And Sandra Bullock saw it. They yeah, were gonna so have it in the movie. They were they did the scene. Sandra Bullock didn't want like anything to do with like knowing about it. They just pretty much shot the scene. They brought her up, uh, like brought the creature in, and her immediate response was laughter. 
she uh, but she couldn't get through it. Like every time she, she looked at it, she just fell over in tears. And they're like, is that why they right. incorporated the blindfold? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but I mean, it's like they just they realize like we can't, if she, if this is going to be her reaction, it's not scary. We're we're gonna lose like the whole like suspense aspect of it. And when I actually looked at the creature, I was like, oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, that's a little bit of a. Did they show design. the creatures at all, or no? No, it's left to the imagination. There is left to imagination because the thing is, that it's supposed to interpret like um, it's supposed to manifest into your biggest fear or your saddest like moment or something like that. It's a yeah. bogart. Kind of essentially, bogger, essentially, bogger, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, there were some sketches in one scene in the movie where they, uh, they like, I guess some because there you have people who they see it and then they pretty much like off themselves, um, or you have those who see it and then they become obsessed with it. Like they're they don't get the same drive to end their lives. They they find beauty in it and they want everybody else to look. Um, look out the window. Like, just look right there. Actually, so uh, pretty. That's one of the memes that have come out of it. Which yep. one? Um, basically, a picture of Sandra with the blindfold on, and then it'll be some says something. Oh, it's like it's a top with a twelve inch dick. Huh? <laughs> 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 I mean, the meme, the countless memes for this are. I like the ones with her like running, like holding the one child and having the other the other girl by the hand. And it's oh, like, yeah. gay is trying to find a, a monogamous relationship, relationship. Yeah. <laughs> just running away from it. Yeah. The there was a scene, um, which actually I think was in the trailer where she's like talking to the children. She's like, "You have to do everything I say. It's gonna be long. It's gonna be rough." And they actually took a a video. It says, "Total st- total tops be like." And they completely splice out the before and after in the context. It's just starting with, it's going to be rough. It's going to be long. There, <laughs> there are going to be times <laughs> you think you can't go on. But you, and you have to be quiet. You have to do both. You have to do everything <laughs> I say. <laughs> so in terms of like internet satisfaction, it definitely um, there was a lot of ammo to go with it. But the movie itself, definitely worth a watch. Um, I definitely think that the acting in it was was great. It felt a little like uh, the happening to me. Was it better than the happening? It was like twenty times better because the <laughs> happening was was so bad. It was so bad that I would. I think it's the plants. It might be the plants. Is it the plants? It's the plants. <laughs> so with the happening, don't go outside because there's plants there. It was such <laughs> trash. Like I wouldn't even want to wipe my ass with it. I would rather wipe my ass with like the the really rough dollar seashells. Uh, single sheet what do you do with these seashells i don't get it <laughs> but it was it was worth a watch uh i would say overall i'd probably give it three flames but you know it, worth a watch once uh for sure the acting was good and it it was definitely 20 times better than the happening but i think the biggest flaw was character development i think that it was really hard to do in that movie for the most part so that movie bird box with that lady from the movie bird box starring in it <laughs> Three flames from Josh. Did anybody else see it? Nope. I did. You did? What did you think? Uh, I, I liked it. I liked actually the fact that they didn't show the, the creatures was the best aspect of it because it actually gave it more of kind of like an Eldrick mm-hmm. HP Lovecraft feel, um, especially when you had the guy like kind of sketching what, what his interpretation of them were. Um, so yeah, it kind of gave it a more, it gave it a more HP Lovecraft forbidden creature sort of feel, which is which has been documented in in his books of like if you look at it it fucks you up. 
Um, so yeah, it just I... makes me think of Jasmine from uh, <laughs> Angel. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll give it a probably a three. I'll give it a three point five. Yeah, three point five. All right. So I'm gonna throw out a couple of really quick mentions. Um, a series of unfortunate events uh, dropped the third and final season on January first on Netflix. Really good if you've been watching the first two seasons. This is a really good uh, wrap up and conclusion. They changed the ending, and I think I haven't read it, but having talked to Brian about it and uh, kind of knowing a little bit about what it was supposed to be, and actually read a, an article that kind of pointed out the differences in the ending. It was a much more satisfying ending the way Netflix did it. It gave it some closure, answered some questions that weren't answered in the original books, but didn't like spoon feed you like a happy ending. Mm-hmm. You were able to kind of I like that. know some of what happened, but not everything. And it just gave it a good conclusion versus a lot of just loose ends and, and, you know, kind of open-ended things. Uh, December 31st, Taylor Swift's reputation stadium tour. Uh, debuted on Netflix. I got this is the first time I got to see Taylor Swift in concert was during this tour. I thought it was a great show, and getting to watch it where I could actually see her, and not just on the giant jumbotrons that were there, like getting to actually see like the dancing and see the the actual like concert itself was really cool. Um, I. It took a little bit to get into, but Reputation is, I think, by far my favorite of her albums so far. It's a different Taylor. It's a grown-up Taylor. It's a more mature and speaking from a different perspective on relationships and finding them. And I think overall, like the, the tour was, I think, all but maybe one or two songs from the album, plus some mashups and medleys of some of her older stuff. So you still got a bit of the old with the majority of it being new stuff. And it was a really good, like, it just was a really good show. So that is on Netflix. If you are um, a Taylor Swift fan, go watch it. I've seen articles that have said that even former Taylor haters have watched it and now, like, actually have been praising her for the choreography and the the singing and all of, like, just the spectacle that is her her tour uh, and her live show. So those are two things on Netflix that are out now that I think are worth giving a watch. But my final thing that I'm going to talk about is a movie that three of us here at this table uh, just saw a couple of hours ago, and that is Escape Room. We have seen the trailer for the past, like, I want to say two months, roughly. roughly yeah, yeah, it wasn't, I mean, I don't watch live TV, it, but it I of, didn't see that yeah, much. Yeah, it kind of came out of left field, it. like, really yeah, did. I, I feel like in November, Josh tagged me in the comments for the trailer, and we were like, okay, we're in, when does this come out? And... You know, we've been kind of counting down since then. I don't really watch a lot of live TV. And if I do, I'm fast forwarding through the commercials anyway. So I don't think I've seen much of it on television being advertised. Uh, But we do a lot of escape rooms. And this is right up our alley. (laughs) So we went and we saw it today. It was really good. I'm actually impressed with how they were able to incorporate something that is... I don't want to call it a fad because we're in the middle of it. So we don't know whether or not it's a long-term... a long-running kind of cultural thing or if it'll be like hey remember back in the mid 2000s where i mean it's been going pretty strong to, i mean the escapology rooms first came to the u.s in like 2012 around then so they've been going a pretty good chunk of time 
Yeah. And they've been outside Cisco of Cisco lasted a decade. I mean, they've been outside of the country for longer than that. I know, I know. So. But uh but Escape Room takes the current fun loving trend of going to a room and getting locked in it for sixty minutes where and being given a story to then find clues to open locks and eventually find a key or code to get out and takes it to a saw horror movie kind of level it's got it made me think of the cube a little bit i don't know that one. Oh, it's a uh, sci-fi horror series where these people are locked in a cube that starts closing in on itself and they have to solve certain puzzles slash watch out for traps like there's one room they go into and there's like a laser system that immediately clicks on when they go in and like cuts a guy in half and then he falls. Also, the cube rotates. Hmm. So like there'll be a section you can get out of, but by the time they get to it, it's now facing down. Interesting. Yeah. I could kind of see that. I, I, I could see kind of bits of that in this. It felt very much um, It felt very much like Saw to me. Yeah, Saw and Saw 2. Yeah. Because Saw 2 is where the group of them are in the house. Ah, uh, then that's the one I keep thinking of. Is that yeah. where the like the pit of uh the needles, uh, hypodermic yeah, needles? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I saw two. Yeah. Um, it was. It had it. There were points where I got very excited, like when things would happen. <laughs> I'm pretty sure at one point I went, "Yes!" in the middle of the theater. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't exactly a very full theater this morning, but uh, it takes a lot of twists and turns. I'm not really gonna go into spoiling much of it. It just came out, so. For once, I'm going to be very spoiler-free because I would like people to actually go see it. And there's some twists and turns that you don't really expect or maybe you do expect. But to see them actually happen on screen is much better than hearing somebody talk about it. Uh, But I think overall, it had a pretty decent cast. It had uh, Issa Rae's ex-boyfriend from Insecure. Um, I know we went over some of the cast when we were after the movie. We were talking about things that they had been in, but um, it had Tyler Labine. Tyler mm, Labine. Tyler Labine. All he looked salt. really good too because he was all salt and peppery. One of his Labines in my mouth. <laughs> salt and pepper beard. Mm-hmm. At one point, they had to open up his shirt so that way they could do the uh, defibrillator paddles on it, mm. which made me sad because all this scruff, longer hair, and then just baby seal. <laughs> I'm okay with it. it. Just makes you appreciate the hair where it's at. It had um oh shoot is it Karen from Daredevil? Yes, Karen yeah. Page or Jessica for Jessica Dev yeah. from, <laughs> from uh, True Blood. Jessica, your vampire. Jessica. <laughs> and it had Jessica. uh Pat Patel from Murphy Brown. Yeah. So they uh they had to, they had a pretty good cast. It was not a lot of I want to say I'm not I feel bad saying but. Not a lot of like super big stars, but it was a very good ensemble cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it had feels of Saw. It had feels of uh, Cabin in the Woods. Oh, that was it. That's yeah. yeah. It yeah. felt like if Cabin in the Woods and Saw had a baby and put it in an escape room, this would be it. So I I think I would give it three and a half flames and highly recommend it, especially if you love escape rooms. There were some things that like. We were as you as they were doing certain clues. It was like maybe you should look for this. Maybe <laughs> well, you should look at this. I mean, that last room minus the death trap would have been actually fun to play. The one with the knobs. Oh, the library. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would have been kind of a cool room. Yeah. Yeah, not getting crushed though. Mm-mm. 
That would I, not I, be like, fun. We'd be okay with crushing it. Yeah, but not but <laughs> not being crushed it by crushing it. Us. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but I definitely, I definitely recommend seeing it. I, uh, I think it was a great way to start my movie watching for 2019. Eric, what would you give it, flame wise? I'd probably give it closer to a four. So, oh, yeah. wow. It's 3.9. We haven't said that number yet. <laughs> this episode. <laughs> nice. I, I I mean, none of us were complaining when we left it. It wasn't like Marwin when we sat outside and bitched Aww. about it for a while. Um, but no, I'm I'm impressed that you, you enjoyed it that much. Yeah, I mean, I was, it, was, it was a pleasant surprise. Very much like uh, Happy Death Day was. Yeah. Like, where it's, it's one of those movies where you go in thinking, oh, this... So this probably, could be. This is probably going to be trash. Yeah, this could be just can't be bad. But yeah. no, yeah. it was very well crafted. Yeah, can't wait to see the sequel to that. Escape Room Two, no. Electric Boogaloo. Happy oh, Death Happy Day, Day to, to you. you. I know. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, how many flames would you give Escape Room? I'd probably say about a three and a half. Okay. Yeah, I will say that it did kind of. It made me a little uh, anxious throughout the movie, which I thought was kind of good you know for yeah. for the genre that's yeah. the point um, like you didn't actually know who was gonna make it or i really didn't yeah. well now and the funny part is that it starts with a scene in the quote-unquote present and then flashes back to three days earlier right. to get you to there which so I don't as think things were happening that no and i'm kind of upset by it yeah because then as certain things were happening, you were like, oh, well, then, okay. But, like, you, it kind you of understand you who exactly is going to get off. Yeah. Well, or if anybody dies. We don't know that. I mean, these are escape rooms. Well, are right. we supposed to die in them? <laughs> but, yeah, it puts you at a point where you're like, you think you know, which I was happily surprised that they, Switched there was it. more and that they, there was a bit of a twist in that. Yeah. A twist. But... <laughs> With a twist. But yeah, it, it I don't feel like it needed to start there. Was it the plants? I feel like it was the plants. It was the plants. It was the plants. It's the plants. It's the plants, y'all. I think it was more so just... And there was uh, a whole ex- exposition part about it uh, that was uh, Mr. Patel's purpose, basically, was to be exposition about what is an escape room? How does it work? So I feel like the first scene was kind of that yes i mean someone well, had to no, give well, the rules i mean <laughs> you're talking about once they're actually right, all right. together it, yeah i'm yeah. talking about like the first the first thing i mean that too but. but actually knowing some of the people that we know and doing escape room escape rooms and doing escape rooms with some of the people that we know i kind of feel like i saw a little bit of everybody that we know did in that movie including the expositional person because if you're going with people that don't know like that 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 conversation definitely happens like in a waiting room not necessarily in there if people haven't been to an escape room there's always that one person like this is what happens and this is what you do and this is and but yeah it did give the casual like escape room person that narration without it being narration the exposition without it being um kind of an over an aside to the audience right. it was like i'm gonna tell you about how escape rooms work it's audience <laughs> <laughs> i will say that really it didn't really matter who was going to get out of the room the whole entire movie as soon as i saw tyler would in it i was just like 
Daddy, Daddy, That's, no. Uh, that was my focus. Daddy, please. I, I didn't like, know he was in the movie. Like, I thought I there were less I people. He, he, he wasn't in any of the... He was in the trailer. He was in one or two of the trailers. But in the fact that he was in the background of the trailer and the tra- that particular clip just went so fast, it was I didn't even notice. So it was a pleasant surprise to me well, and, and my se- loins. They set it up in such a way that you don't quite know like how many people... So they only really focus on a couple of characters before you get into the action. So I'm like, oh, okay, these are the people that we're supposed to care about and everybody else is just superfluous, like, you know, extra bodies in the room. Yeah. And then it turns out that that wasn't the case. It was kind of nice, but yeah. weird that you had to then have me focus on these three people. Yeah, because I thought Karen slash Jessica was the main character Jessica. From, the, from the trailers. And which I mean, thing like having seen it all the way through, I kind of understand why those were the three that we saw like backstories for. Mm-hmm. But it still was interesting, an interesting choice to have. Was it six people total, but only really focus on yeah. three of them? But yeah. overall, I enjoyed it, and um, Josh's free tickets to go back and see it again. So <laughs> I think Escapology was actually the one. Yeah, uh, yeah, they were the one that did the. Uh, they didn't. Instagram contest where if you follow them, like their post, and then uh, follow them and like their post, you were entered in to win two free tickets to see Escape Room the movie. And then they were like, either for an extra chance or or whatever, they were like, tag the person you would take if you won the tickets. So then I tagged Josh, and then Josh did it, and Josh won. And I'm like, yes, yeah, son of a I bitch. Was kinda, <laughs> I was kind of surprised actually because I never won anything like that. <laughs> and <laughs> go figure, I get this email. They're like, we need an address to mail these. It's like, do you have e-tickets? I mean, it is 2019. <laughs> At that point, you should have been like, can I just go drive over to Escapeology right. and like, pick them up? Yeah. Can I pick these up? Is this an option? But the thing is, I got the email from some other like uh, thing. Like uh. It was not even related to was it Escapeology. From an, so was it from a Nigerian prince? It was <laughs> definitely from a Nigerian prince. Hey, yeah. I did, they now I, own your house because you gave them the address. This is true. Evan's going to be so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> so those are our picks for this month's uh, pop culture roundup. Once again, if you're enjoying what you're listening to, please go check us out online, flameonshow.com. And uh, think about supporting us here in the new year at patreon.com forward slash nerdy show and become a patron. Money. Money. So... Eric had mentioned this before, and I think it would be kind of a cute little thing to end this month's episode with. So Instead it's of Eric's doing, fault. oh, it is all Eric's okay, fault. <gasps> Instead of doing a one-up or what's uh, what's giving us life this month, I think it would be fun to do a little pop culture resolution, something that we plan to do in the new year that will involve pop culture. That will involve pop culture, not pop culture. I mean, maybe it is pop culture I mean, for you. I'm already doing that, so. But something that, um, whether it's to ingest more pop culture items, whether it's to uh, whatever you want to do that's going to bring more pop culture into your life that we can then share with our listeners here on Flame On. So, Eric, what do you resolve? to do in the new year to bring more pop culture into your life so i play a lot of video game i say that singular (laughs) because i devote most of my time to world of warcraft 
How did I know it was going to be WoW? Yeah. I play lots of video games. Lissai. Lissai. At least it's not, uh, what is it, um, Fortnite? Oh, yeah, I know. Double Lissai. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my resolution is because in the last year, I bought myself a PlayStation 4. I have probably bought about eight games now for it and played all of half of one. So Which one? Uh, Mega Man 11, because I, I'm I have, such a Mega Man fan. I have the uh, Legacy Collection Volume 1 on PlayStation You're supposed 4. to be playing okay. Spider-Man. Um, I'll get to Spider-Man eventually, but I have games like... I bought the remaster for Shadow of the Colossus, because I never played that originally on PS2. But also like Monster Hunter World. I have uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. So, And I would like to play God of War as well. Boy! <laughs> Boy. That's all I know. <laughs> Boy. Boy. Um Daddy Kratos. Uh, <laughs> but yes, so my resolution is to just play more games, a wider range of games versus the very narrow view I have of the video game. game. <laughs> the world is your oyster. Awesome. So we'll be hearing more about video games from Eric in the uh coming months. Josh, what do you uh, resolve to do pop culturally in 2019? I resolve to do the bird box challenge. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Netflix wants you to be safe. Netflix does want us to be safe. Please don't kill Sarah Paulson with a garbage truck. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So, um, as long as you avoid that lady from the bird box, then you're all right. Oh, Sandra. So I would actually have to resolve the same as Eric because I have been such a negligent video game player. I have so many games that have been collecting dust. And for the for about a good part, part of a year, my biggest excuse was, oh, it's in storage. Well, now it's not in storage and now I have no excuse. Well, now so... a Nigerian prince owns Evan's house, so <laughs> you're SOL again. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Um, I would probably try to say, like, catch up on the copious amounts of games that I have to play. Um, and what are a couple? Uh, I, well, I've, I'm still trying to beat Uncharted 4, um, but I play it on hard, so mm. it's a big pain in the ass. You play about hard? video games, not... <laughs> you <laughs> not love my, you love you some Nathan Drake, do you? I, uh, I am obsessed with that franchise. Um, you should see my... my collection of uh memorabilia i wasn't sure where that was gonna go for a second (laughs) (laughs) you should see my you got rule 34 porn of nathan drake (laughs) on your computer don't act like you don't Don't act like you don't Don't act like you don't um no i have like uh like the uncharted i I just got bioshock uh the remastered edition really i only wanted it for three but um i'm gonna try to play the first two uh horizon and i just got beyond which uh, one is infinite Infinite. that's the third one that's the third one yeah that's the third one i started with that because it was free on playstation plus on my playstation 3 and i don't like first person games but i was pleasantly surprised um but yeah i also got a detroit become human so oh i i want to play that yeah that and i think uh horizon zero dawn are probably the biggest ones that people are that i at least the, the ones that i own that people are hounding me on on actually starting because detroit is almost more of you watch it then play it i think um have you ever played it oh well no you no i just i answered my own question because you you did uh world of warcraft so quantic dream is actually the production company that makes them this is their third game in the last probably 10 
11 years. Yeah. So they put a lot of quality on it. It's all mm-hmm. like decision based. It, yeah. It is very much um, choice based. So it, you do kind of sort of watch it, but there is a, still a good amount of gameplay involved. Cool. Awesome. So thank you for both having the same resolution. I appreciate you guys. No problem. So BJ, you going to resolve to play more video games? Step <laughs> y'all's pussy game up because I am now officially done with Spider-Man and all the DLC. I am almost done with Mario Odyssey. I just got a notification that... And by done with, you mean just the story? Just the story. Well, mo- I've gotten almost all of the moon pieces, but you, I'm you not... You can't. What? Oh, you can't until once story mode is over, then the real game starts as far as moons go. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. I've just... I was going to say, because there are about five or six moons that I say, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, moons. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen with me. Because there's, there's no way that I'd be able to do them. There's, um, a, there's an RC car challenge, <laughs> a, a jump rope challenge, and then there's two on the moon that I know for sure that are like ridiculous like you have to be like i could probably get an eight-year-old to do it and they'd be fine with it (laughs) my my like withered old like nerves are just like i can't do this (laughs) withered old nerves shout out shout out to my friend john he got i was present when he got every he got the the very last one there's the one where you have to you go across as like bullets are flying at you and like breaking up the the road and then you have to you get to the other end the other side and you drop down and a giant bullet bill chases after you, and you have literally like you have to do consistent jumps to get over like these little uh, pedestals. It is one of the most ridiculous moons to get in the game. Yep. If anybody is local and can do that and wants to come over and do it on my game, by all means, um. I'll sit there and watch. And I'll say I was in the room when it happened. So. <laughs> But uh, no, so um, I'm getting Smash Brothers Ultimate in the mail today. Um, So actually, my thing is going to be, I have started a whole bunch of writing projects that I have not finished. I am a third of the way through a um, play slash web series. I have done the staging writing, and I've got the overarching story um, set up. It's called Learning Curve, and it's about um interracial and dating somebody different from you oh you've talked about wanting to do like a web series with that before so yeah um i uh i'm supposed to get i have a i have a friend that does uh he did a couple of good uh uh shows and stuff at fringe and i'm i'm actually supposed to get in touch say his name (laughs) logan (laughs) too vague (laughs) <laughs> I'm supposed to get, I'm supposed to I'm, I told Logan um, I was like there's a couple of friends that we know that have done a couple of successful <laughs> I'm gonna shows say, for French. actually one was born from from another one and I'm kind of alley-ooping it to the to the other one okay um, I'm gonna say one word and I want to see if this is the same Logan that I'm thinking of delicious yes okay immediately <laughs> but uh so I want I needed to talk to him about kind of like finalizing um I'm gonna see if he can do the edits on it um, and then there is a horror series I have also started writing and I've got almost the, uh, the, uh, I've got the title and the over, I've got the end of it kind of written. I don't know why I did that, but I've got the end of it kind of written and, um, now I'm just trying to fill in the rest of the bits. Um, it's a, uh, it's a, I'm right now I'm at six chapters. I haven't written six chapters, but uh, six chapters is so a short story, I guess, um, called the suicide King. 
Um, so that one is pretty much a cursed psychiatrist um, helps things get quote unquote better. Um, and from there, uh, insanity ensues quite literally. Um, so that's, that's another writing project I've, I've been working on. So, and then of course there's stuff for the podcast that I, I want to write up too. Um, so this year I'm going to finish my writing projects. God damn it. All right. And then, yeah, we'll see if, uh, maybe we can get him to share some of that stuff with you guys. And if you're a local and, uh, you can either be a part of or enjoy ingest BJ's pop culturiness then uh he'll let you know how to do that enjoy my pop my enjoy my pop pop culture goodness pop cult mm-hmm. <gasps> bj's pop cult i like this <laughs> i like this a little too much uh... so for this year this year is uh gonna be kind of a wonky year for me there's a lot going on we're only six days into the year and i already know that this year is going to be uh crazy and a lot is going to be happening and changing and going on but i am going to uh resolve to do a little more reading um i'm not a big book reader uh but a a friend of mine uh david collins in chicago has put out two um two novels the first of which i have already i purchased when i went up and visited chicago uh and it was during andersonville art week uh, so that is Gay Bash, and I've mentioned it before on the show, but I will oh, yeah. I will give another uh, shout out and uh, plug for him, uh, David J. Collins, that's J-A-Y, davidjcollins.com. You can go and order that. And uh, he just released his second novel, which is a horror um, story called Summerdale, and that is set in Andersonville in Chicago. So I need to purchase that, but I... I'm going to try to read uh, both of those, hopefully in the next uh, month or two, and uh, give a little bit more support on the literary side of things. I don't do enough reading, and I feel like I should. Words have feelings, too. They do. They do. You, so, always, you're, uh, you can do what I do. I, I have an Audible subscription. I That is actually how I listen to a couple of uh, the last books that I have uh, been able to uh, take in including a friend of mine in front of the show, Ophira Eisenberg's book, Screw Everyone, Sleeping My Way to Monogamy is the name of the book. And it's fantastic. And she does the uh, the reading for it. And um, her she's a fantastic comedian. She has a, uh, her main, like, fully polished uh, album is called Bangs. If you haven't listened to her, or read her book both are fantastic and she is the host of npr's ask me another uh just fantastic all around uh but i i definitely want to try to get a little bit more um literary in the coming year and we'll see how that works for me so dear listeners you have reached the end of this episode we are excited that you are back with us in 2019 we hope that you've been enjoying our gay life series that's my shorthand for it now that's what i call gay life series that bj has been spearheading we have two volumes in the books already they are ahead of this one in the feed uh the last episode right before this is actually the second volume that was apps the first volume was probably about three episodes before this and that was um, dating dating what is love 
Those have been a lot of fun. Um, BJ's been hosting it. Josh and I have been uh, contributing to it. Uh, we will be doing uh, some drag race recapping. Oral has been extremely busy working like 14 jobs. Uh, so we haven't been able to do our weekly recaps. But we will, uh, we're coming up on the midway point. Uh, so I think that we will be doing a, uh, a mid-season recap coming up. Maybe Eric will sit in and do that with me since we've been going on Fridays and watching at the Parliament House. Uh, maybe we'll bring in a special guest contributor for that. And then uh, we'll, we'll double back again definitely at the end and discuss the shenanigans, tomfoolery, and... Uh, the end slash the beginning. Rigor Morris that it will be the end of All-Star Season 4 <laughs> and the start of Season 11. <laughs> because, because God help she us. She doesn't give us any time off. Seriously, it's going to be like fucking 23 weeks Ugh. of just non-stop drag racedness. But those are all upcoming. Um, so again, thank you guys so much for being with us. Uh, thank you guys for sitting with me to do this episode. And uh, we will see y'all next time. Peace. Tyler's Labines. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.